0: Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at A to Z Sports, all over Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, A to Z Sports. We are Nashville's on-demand network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors. Because they make it all happen for our show and they help out you guys. uh, Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness, one 15-minute workout. equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com is where to go. If you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon, Wilson County, Hyundai, and WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings there at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive Orthopedic and sports medicine care. So Zach is wearing the blue light glasses today, paying off his magic bucket. I will get bubble gum by Monday for Monday show. So let's get this thing rolling, and that and that is uh, on a Friday talking about Mike Vrabel. We talked Tannehill a lot this week of him being left outside of the top ten quarterbacks. AJ Brown, Julio Jones, both top ten receivers. Uh, Derek Henry, top the one running back a lot of Titans seven to be exact land inside the top 10 at their position is Mike Vrabel a top 10 NFL coach. Well,
1: I'd like to, I'd like to ask the chat that I'm curious to see what they think is Mike Vrabel a top 10 coach. So I, I think you have to look at uh, I'm curious. we we'll, Q we'll, we'll put up some competitors, right? But I'll, I'll give one for example. You have a guy like Matt LaFleur, who coached under Mike Vrabel, went to the Packers with Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, and they've gone to -to back-to-back NFC championship games. Now, have they gotten over the hump? No, they've lost to the San Francisco 49ers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is he a better coach than Mike Vrabel in just two years compared to three? I think it's a very good question. There is, and this is what we'll discuss throughout, I think, Austin. There's a ton of nuance to this question.
0: Yeah, and so Dom says a lot of people don't even know all the coaches, so we need some reference points. And like Zach and I even need some reference points to kind of make sure we don't leave anybody out. So we did see this list on CBSSports.com. They ranked all 32 coaches uh, three weeks ago the end of June is when they put this out. So I'll show you the top five here real quick. Number one, Andy Reid, who's been to -to back-to-back Super Bowls, won one of them. Number two, Bill Belichick, now without Tom Brady. Number three, John Harbaugh of the Ravens. Four, Sean Payton of the Saints. And five, Sean McDermott of uh, the Buffalo Bills. And I think Sean McDermott, you know, the the youngest of those guys – or in the earliest 10-year of those five guys. Zach, what's your initial reaction to that top five right there? Anyway, uh, well, I don't Vrib- want to spend too much time on the top five because Mike Vrabel's not close to that discussion, but what's your initial reaction there?
1: Well, uh, John Harbaugh has a Super Bowl win. Bill Belichick has a Super Bowl win. Andy Reid has a Super Bowl win. Sean Payton has a Super Bowl win. Sean McDermott is the, I, I think, new flavor, but what he's building in Buffalo is real, right? It's not one of those flash of the pans. I'm very curious to see if the Browns of what they're building is real this year compared to what they did last year. I, we think it is, but the Bills followed up uh, a solid season. And Josh Allen, we all remember, they played the Houston Texans two years ago in that playoff game in Houston. And Josh Allen, when it came down to the wire, he made the mistake. Yeah. He, he did. And, and it went into overtime and the Texans ended up winning that game. He amended that. With coaching, with defense, with Stefan Diggs, and got better. And Sean McDermott, I do think, is a top ten coach. I'm curious to see six well, through ten. Yeah, yeah. That's a high ranking at number five.
0: Well, with McDermott, I think you have to look at. His overall record is not as, his win percentage is not as high as Vrabel's is. He's going, he's got one more year under his belt in Buffalo, but he took over a situation in Buffalo that was not easy. There was a lot of issues with the front office, the roster, not very good. And then he had, they, they got the quarterback, they groomed the quarterback, and now we're seeing what they've done. So here's six through 10 on CBS Sports head coaching rankings. Number six, another Sean, Sean McVay. So four, five, and six are all Sean's. That thankfully spell their name. they same. same. Uh, number seven, Pete Carroll. Number eight, Bruce Arians, who just won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Number nine, Matt Lafleur. Two years in Green Bay allows him to crack the top ten. And then number ten, right there, is Mike Tomlin. And the Steelers are gonna go in through the ringer a little bit of a transition with an older Ben Roethlisberger. They lost, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. Uh, they've lost James Conner. They're having to kind of reset their organization. So Mike Vrabel is not in CBS Sports top ten head coaches. Uh, I do find that interesting. Your thoughts on six through ten? There. Yeah,
1: and I, I agree with Rob. You really can't argue with that top ten because you just showed that graphic six through ten. Three of those coaches have Super Bowl wins, and Mike Tom and Bruce Arians and Pete Carroll. Sean McVay has made it to a Super Bowl and lost to Bill Belichick and the Patriots a couple of years ago. So, And then you have the outlier that I mentioned at the beginning of this, which is Matt LaFleur. I mean, he goes to Green Bay in a great situation. Now, Mike Vrabel took over a playoff team. Matt LaFleur took over a playoff team with... did, did, you know, they missed the playoffs the year before he took over?
0: Yeah, I believe that's because Aaron Rodgers got hurt.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he had Aaron Rodgers. Right. You take over a team that has a Hall of Fame quarterback that still has gas in the tank. And now that tank lasts you a little bit longer because we've seen Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Eli Manning and all these guys play a little bit longer. I can't argue with that top 10. I, I think that is correct. I think all of those coaches are better than Mike Vrabel and that means Mike Vrabel is not a top 10 coach uh,
0: the Dom says LaFleur who did this list whose man's this that puts LaFleur in the top 10 so I, I do want to say uh CBS Sports took all of their NFL analysts and, and kind of put together their rankings to get it here and coaches were ranked this is important coaches were ranked with past performance and future outlook in mind so it's not just like bill belichick's the best of all time it's bill belichick and what he can do moving forward sean mcdermott has gone through the restructuring in buffalo coming out on the other side and what he's done with the bills organization now moving forward and same on down the list
1: and, and sean mcdermott needs the credit he's earned the credit he doesn't need it he's earned the credit because the bills i mean they were a punching bag for decades after Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and that era of Buffalo, they were trash. EJ Manuel, JP Lossman, give me a break. Fitzpatrick, I mean, they were they were throwing spaghetti at the wall, and it was freezing, like in Buffalo. That's what they were doing, and they had a bad franchise. They and obviously they were in the era of Tom Brady and the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick, so they were never going to win the division. And what do we know in this league? Mike Vrabel knows this. You have to win your division to help you win a Super Bowl. It makes life easier in the playoffs. Home field advantage and buys. Now the restructure of the playoffs, it makes it even more important to get that buy, that one seed buy, unless you have Tom Brady like last year who go wild card team and beat Washington, beat the Saints and beat the Packers and win a Super Bowl. That was unique. I think Sean McDermott out of all of these, I think I've been impressed most. Andy Reid has Patrick, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Bill Belichick has sustained in a good way without Tom Brady. But Sean McDermott has done a damn good job with what Josh Allen has was and is. That is, I mean, it is impressive. Guys don't go from being not good at accuracy to good at accuracy. And that's what his team has done and his defenses stand stayed solid Yep, and they went out and got digs they helped their team similar to what john robinson did this year i think with julio jones he went out and helped his team by getting a premier guy to help his quarterback all
0: right so a lot of good comments are coming in we're asking you guys right now is mike vrabel a top 10 coach we'll get to the uh where Vrabel's at in the CBS rankings here in a second. But I want to read a lot of your comments here in a second. But first, let me tell you about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Quickly head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse right now to your personal benefit. Long-term equity equals long-term wealth by renting out your home. Uh, look at the, the long play here and renters warehouse does all of the work for you. Easy enough right there at RentersWarehouse.com.
1: and bet download the app today. It is Friday. Happy Friday to everybody. But Saturday, tomorrow night, NBA finals are on Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't know if you saw this. Hopefully he doesn't have to take a little tinkle at the beginning of the game. That's why he's exited after the first three minutes. He had to pee. I uh, what is
0: what does your parents always teach you? Pee before you get in the car, right? Right. I, pee before you go to bed. Pee before the tip, right?
1: right. What? You, oh, before the yeah, the tip off. I was trying to figure out what you're trying to talk about.
0: But, <laughs> <laughs> I, you you put my mind. I in know. a that World. Was, that was right the there. point. <laughs> that was that was the point was to see what you
1: would do there. I locked up. That's what I, did. I go. What do? What are we doing? Maybe I should not have brought up the onto uh, the cupo. But besides all of that, you got prop bets, you got over unders, you've got, you've got the, the the spread coming at your way. Make sure you download the app today. That's BetMGM and use that promo code A T O Z Sports. Risk free six hundred dollars bet for new users.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that was one of my best jokes probably on the show.
1: <laughs> uh, put me in a blender.
0: All right. So where is Mike Vrabel? Right. So <laughs> I, <don't read. laughs> I just saw a family a, show. I need a maturity test. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> so, sorry. That got me kind of tickled. So where does uh, Mike Vrabel rank? Nick says Vrabel's top five. No way in hell is Mike Vrabel top five. I mean, that defense last year was so piss poor to keep <laughs> the flowing. Mike
1: Vrabel. I think that that honestly, and we have to look, we'll, we'll talk more about this obviously, but Mike Vrabel, his defense should never be as bad as they were. No. that That is unacceptable. Really? Yeah. And and he blamed it on the players. We'll find out if that's true this year. But you can't blame that on the players yeah. like that.
0: No. Uh, Danny says, already said it, but Sean Payton is fixing the struggle. Patriots will continue. If you go the last three years the, uh, through this list, it's completely different except for number one. Yeah, I, I think the Saints there's a lot of these coaches who have been around for a while. Like uh, John horrible. Like is the league starting to figure out Lamar Jackson and that offense that is more college slash high school style offense with Lamar Jackson. And what's the ceiling for that? And how close are they to that ceiling?
1: I think right? the more important question for that is Lamar is Lamar Jackson's play sustainable over yeah, 10 exactly. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can, we know that it, I think it will work for six. Right. Can it work for 10? Yeah. If if Lamar Jackson plays 10 years, how many years did he miss the majority of the season? That and that's injury because he puts himself in harm's way or age or whatever, that that will be the true test of when Baltimore if they start to run into some trouble with his health or his accuracy or some problems, when do they draft a backup that I'm looking at that.
0: And Ronnie says that's more on Greg Roman than horrible to him. And look, that's look. Greg Roman's done a great job with that offense in Baltimore, but it is up to the head coach to hire the guy, Greg Roman to go in there and give him the creative flexibility and power to make those decisions. So again, where is Mike Vrabel? I, I think, I already said before, right at the very beginning of the show, this is CBS Sports rankings from three weeks ago, late June when they did this. Mike Vrabel is outside the top ten. We know that. I think there are three guys that are ranked ahead of Vrabel that are very arguable. One so of it's those. Can guys, he
1: get to eleven? Yes, that, that
0: Well, that's well and so question. that's here. So let's go ahead and give you the next five because we've already gone through the one through five. I'll show you this again right here. Here's one through five quickly. I'll quickly now flip over to six through ten. One of those guys I think Vrabel uh, can go to battle with. And then here is the next crop, 11 through 15. 11 is Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, 12 Frank Reich in Indianapolis, 13 Kevin Stefanski with the Cleveland Browns. There is your Mike Vrabel at 14, and 15 rounding out uh, this even five is Mike Zimmer of the Minnesota Vikings. So, Zach, the three that I think that are ahead of Vrabel that are arguable to me are Matt LaFleur at nine, Frank Reich at 12 and Kevin Stefanski at 13. I think Kyle Shanahan is a really good coach. He deserves to be ahead of Mike Vrabel. I think uh, Tomlin ahead of Vrabel, Bruce Arians, Pete Carroll, Sean McVay, all those guys ahead of Vrabel. But I do think Kevin Stefanski, was fantastic last year, 11 and five with the Browns in his first year as a head coach with all the COVID restrictions, you have to give him a lot of credit, but that's just one year. And it it was one year uh, where, you know, the, the Browns had a lot of things go their way and we'll have to see how it goes. I think Frank Reich is probably the best competition for Vrabel head to head of these three because they're in the same division. I like Frank Reich a lot. And so i that's close. But I think I would take Vrabel ahead of LaFleur. I think a lot of LaFleur is, is Aaron
1: Rodgers. But you can't because look at what LaFleur has done with his team, with Aaron Rodgers. He has done more than Mike Vrabel. He's been to two back-to-back. He's had two 10-win-plus uh, seasons. He was 13-3. Yeah. and three. He was the best team in the NFC two years ago. And went to two back to back NFC championship games. And as we know, any given Sunday, the Titans should have beaten the Ravens at home in the wildcard game. They didn't. Right, but right. I, 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 I get what you're saying there, but I
0: think like Matt LaFleur hasn't had to deal with adversity yet. He hasn't. Like he's, well, I guess this whole offseason, he's been dealing with adversity. Yeah, what are you but talking, I'm, I'm talking about? like I'm talking like in the season. In the season, he has been riding Aaron Rodgers. And the Packers'
1: defense that they went out and their bought offensive their pass. line has had problems. You know that they've been shaken up, they've been hurt, they've been up and down. He's had uh, th- that but, goes unnoticed. But because again, like you look take, at Aaron Rodgers, and you think that that's the magic eraser. But
0: again, it, he is the magic eraser. Uh, but then, like their defense, they purchased the pass rush, and it worked out with the, with the two Smiths and and everybody else they have on that defense. That's worked out for the most part. And they drafted a corner in the first round to fix a the problem there. When it comes to Vrabel's adversity, he's had to go through the quarterback that wasn't working, make the hard decision to go to the different quarterback, bench Mariota, and and move forward. I think Vrabel's had more of a track record of showing what he can overcome, where Matt LaFleur just hasn't been tested like that in the season. Like the- we'll see how we'll see how this Aaron Rodgers thing plays out, you know, if he shows up or not. But at this point, I think Mike Vrabel has Done a more impressive coaching job than Matt Lafleur?
1: No. What is Matt Lafleur known for? Offense. How good is his offense?
0: Well, yeah, because he's got the Hall of Fame. He's got one of the best quarterbacks in the. What's Mike
1: Vrabel known for? Defense. How good was his defense? It was awful last year. Not and good. It was awful. Well, that, and, I, I I cannot look past that. that. and that is a mark against Mike Vrabel. It, that is it sure that it is. is a sole head coach that. And, and here's another thing, Austin. This is holding him accountable. That's all it is. And I, Mike Rowe was a very good head coach. He is the right guy for the Tennessee Titans. I believe that. And now that he has new pieces, we'll see what he can do. But Austin, he took over the defense. It was him. Uh, he was the guy. He what? didn't give Shane Bowen the title of defensive coordinator because he wanted the control. And his control got them... Bottom five in the league in team defense. Uh, that is that. a bad coaching job that Look, cannot
0: be relinquished. If we were ranking the, the jobs they could do as coordinators, Matt LaFleur would be a lot higher than Mike Vrabel. And I'm but not as a head doing-
1: coach, it's a management, right? Yes. Okay, okay. Austin, you think I'd, you. I'd love to post and do everything of A to Z Sports. I realize I cannot do that. Okay. You know that drives me nuts. But yeah. I have to step back and manage. And Mike Vrabel last year, let's just face it, he did not do a very good job of managing that team defense. But he did it, but he's done a good job of manning the managing the team overall. Like we know this
0: Titans roster and the Titans team is in a very healthy spot because all of those players respect how Mike Vrabel approaches his team. Now, hold on. What was Matt LaFleur's number one objective when he takes over the head coaching job of the Green Bay Packers? I'll answer it. It was to make sure Aaron Rodgers is happy because Aaron Rodgers was broken with or his relationship was broken with the previous head coach Mike McCarthy. So Matt LaFleur was supposed to come in and smooth things over with Aaron Rodgers. How's that played out for him?
1: Who do you think who, how much is that on Matt LaFleur? Like eventually you got to look at why does why does the girlfriend keep can't hold a guy? Well, maybe it's not the guy. Maybe it's not all the guys she's dating. Maybe it's the girl or vice versa, whatever whatever it is. Maybe you need to look in the mirror and it's not about Mike McCarthy as much or not about Matt well, LaFleur as much. Maybe it's about too. maybe it's about Aaron Rodgers and his relationship with Matt LaFleur's bosses. And you know whose fault that is not? Matt LaFleur's So Austin, I take that and I shove that so far away because that matters zero. That is an Aaron Rodgers issue.
0: All right, so overall in this rankings, I would move Mike Vrabel ahead two spots. He's right now, right right now he is ahead uh, or he's 14th on CBS. I would move him ahead of Kevin Stefanski because Stefanski's only had one year and I would move Matt LaFleur out of the top 10 I'd put – actually, I would keep Stefanski right there at 13. I would – nah, never mind. I would put LaFleur at 13 and Stefanski at 14, and then I would slide up Shanahan and Reich and put Vrabel at 12, and I'd move Tomlin up to where LaFleur is. So I would have Mike Vrabel right now at the 12th best head coach in the NFL.
1: Austin, after all we've talked about with Matt LaFleur, you you, you're can't you're you not going to realize that, that you're wrong in that?
0: Look, he, they've gotten to the NFC Championship game twice. Well, how many last, times
1: is Mike Vrabel? Uh, once. What, two better than one?
0: Yes, but again, Aaron Rodgers is better than anything the Titans have had. Aaron is the MVP, right? And then the, in the two times that they've gotten to those NFC title games, they've gotten blatantly outcoached. Blatantly outcoached in those NFC Championship games because the first time around was against Kyle Shanahan, who just waxed Matt LaFleur mentally in that game and then meant a lot of in-game coaching management mistakes against the Bucks where what, the Bucks what happened and- in the
1: wild card game on fourth down. Was that a good decision?
0: No Mike that? Rables had a ton of bad decisions.
1: No, though in the in a playoff game to not even get them to a cham- no, NFC and, or and, AFC championship game. Austin not- Austin Mike Vrabel's making mistakes prior to the big game. You cannot put him LaFleur behind Vrabel because of these things. You don't make any sense, man. You're talking through this stuff, but you're combating with Mike Vrabel on 4th and 2? Because I think... What do you do on 4th and 2? I
0: I am not... I went the entire show after that and just... That's why I'm bringing it back up. And I, again, I don't, I don't feel like Mike Vrabel coached a good game at all. I thought Arthur Smith mailed it in. So that how game. are you going to his... put Vrabel ahead of Matt Lafleur? Because I <laughs> think Matt Lafleur is riding Aaron Rodgers into the top ten in this. Like without He's doing Aaron... a better job with his offense than Vrabel's doing with his defense. Because Aaron Rodgers is there. Without I... Aaron Rodgers, is Matt Lafleur any good? We don't know. He wasn't any. He wasn't really that good in his one years offensive coordinator with the Titans. Now that's probably because of Mariota. But Aaron Rodgers and Mariota, there's a lot lot of space in between there, in between Aaron Rodgers and Marcus Mariota. Ryan Tannehill's in the middle of that, too, closer to Aaron Rodgers than he is Mariota. But, again, like, I don't know what Matt LaFleur is without a generational quarterback because he hasn't done it
1: long enough. But uh, too bad, right? Bruce Arians is on this list because he won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. If Tom Brady would have gotten bounced uh, against the New Orleans Saints, you think – Do you think Arians is eight? Yes or no? No, Uh, that's the answer, right? So we know that. Like, you cannot say the ifs and buts, beers and nuts. LaFleur has Aaron Rodgers. Tough, tough beans. Sorry, bud. So
0: so I want to know, because I I just said I have Mike Vrabel at 12. I want to know where you have Mike Vrabel. But first, tell everybody uh, right now about our great sponsor, Calvin Suttle.
1: Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floor. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. You want to look good in your house, feel even better? Rip up that old carpet that has just been stanking. You talking about taking a tinkle. Uh, the, the dog's been doing that for years, okay? And you need to rip that carpet up, okay? It's time to go. And you know what it's time to do? Call 615-448-6414 or go online at calvinandsuttle.com and have them install brand new hardwood floors within one to two weeks. That's how quick it is. Boom, boom, boom. Knock on wood if you're with me. You're with me. We'll talk about John Gruden a little bit later on in this show. Yep. Gruden needs to be knocking on wood and getting Calvin and subtle installed in his home. If you're in middle Tennessee, give them a call today. 615-448-6414.
0: Bet MGM. They're the king of sports books. Download the bet MGM app. They've got uh, face ID now, which is fantastic. And use that promo code ATOZ sports to get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. That's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app today. Also, A to Z Sports Picks with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards coming up ahead of tomorrow night's NBA Finals game. That A to Z Sports Pick show is today at 2 p.m. Central Time. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years older, must be present in Tennessee, and for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. Re- going through CBS Sports's rankings of – uh, head coaches, and I have Mike Vrabel at 12. having have been moving up two spots ahead of LaFleur and ahead of Kevin Stefanski because Stefanski's just been a one-year coach. LaFleur's been a two-year coach with Aaron Rodgers. He's had success in those two years, but I, I like where Mike Vrabel is at with another year under his belt and what the where the Titans are trending as well.
1: I want to bring this up. Rob says in that correlation of Rodgers and Titans, Vrabel and LaForge, says you can't give one guy a Lamborghini and another guy a Prius and automatically call the Lamborghini guy a better driver, Zach. Rob, well, you think Derrick Henry is a Prius? No, 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 there is There is a the, polar the analogy.
0: Difference. The analogy is correct on the basis of the point. The point is correct. The cars the, are incorrect. The car that's what I was gonna say is then it the, messes the whole analogy no, up. No, the point is correct. The point is right. The, the cars, cars are, incorrect, cars are which incorrect is the analogy. No, Zach, the point is right. He's not wrong. And he's not talking about Derrick Henry. We're talking about the quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is way better than a Prius, but he's not a Lamborghini like Aaron Rodgers. And so the
1: point. Okay, is it's a Dodge Charger, and then Derrick Henry is one of those things that you see on the Fast and Furious that is like a, a a jet set NAS button. That's what that's what he is working with. The problem is he's got two flat tires because his defense stinks. So here here's where I'm at. Okay, I I I actually like this top ten. I agree with the top ten, and you could you can move. Let's say LaFleur Le- back. You could put Tomlin ahead of LaFleur at 10. I-, I don't care about that. But I do think Matt LaFleur has earned the right after back-to-back seasons, 10-plus wins, 13-3 and two years ago, two NFC Championship game appearances, a tough loss. The-, the first NFC Championship game was a blowout. We know that. Last year, that, that went down to the wire between the Bucs and the Packers. So I- I'm staying with the top 10. Going with where Vrabel is, Mike Vrabel is absolutely a better head coach than Stefanski. Okay. That that's is, it is, it is kind of like what we saw this week with them just dropping Kyler Murray and Justin Her- Herbert in the top 10 just for for S's and gigs. That, yeah, that's, and that's what they're doing. Right. Yeah. So get out of here, Stefanski. Get your Brown out of here. So th- there you go. I, I think the big, Debate. I like where Kyle Shanahan is at eleven. My deciding factor is is Mike Vrabel twelve or thirteen with Frank Reich. I, honestly, I put Vrabel ahead of Frank Wright because of the success that they had against the Colts. I would even just say this past year, they lost on Thursday night to the Colts. They got embarrassed, but. When push come to shove, the real tie break to get them even to split was at Indy. And that was a 7-7, 14-14, 21-14 game. And then all of a sudden, the Titans pulled away. I, that, what have you done for me lately? You talk about how you rank these. I So I, we're, I think we're in the same realm of, I have Mike Vrabel at 12. Yeah, we both have him at 12. But, but we- your LaFleur theory is I'm out on. I just have them him above Frank Wright and Kevin Stefanski. So the the two Colts
0: Titans games last year where were COVID was the story, like because they they split the wins, both wins were blowouts, but a big reason why the Colts blew the Titans out is because the Titans had a FedEx punter because their all pro punter was on the COVID list, and then the reason why the Titans, in my opinion, were able to blow out the Colts in Indianapolis is because the Colts' two best defensive players on the on the line of scrimmage now Titan to Nico and DeForest Buckner both missed those games with COVID-19 and then the Colts' starting left tackle got hurt in that game and Harold Landry got after Phillip Rivers. So those two teams are a lot closer than what those two games showed last year. But the reason why I have Frank Reich ahead of... Uh, Vrabel is because Frank Reich took this job and thought he was going to have Andrew Luck and they were going to go win a Super Bowl together with how the roster was structured. But Frank Reich did a fantastic job of navigating the transition away from the shock of the early retirement of Andrew Luck through uh, the couple of years of Muddy Waters and then they got Phillip Rivers. They made the playoffs. And now, and now it's here's Frank Reich's legend Frank Reich will be a legend and can earn his way to a top 10 ranking if Carson Wentz is actually good again. If Carson Wentz is not good again, then Frank Reich can stay
1: where he's at. I'll flip that. If Mike Vrabel improves his defense, he will do everything that he set out to do because that team is good enough to win a Super Bowl. A solid defense and all the weapons on offense that the Titans have with an MVP punter. They still have to find a kicker. And his coaching experience, that is a recipe for a Super Bowl. I could say the same thing about what Mike Vrabel did in his transition from Marcus Mariota. At 2-4, at and four, we all remember it because we all watched it, in Denver after that half, he pulled Mariota and never put him back in. That takes some cojones, my friend. That takes two big rocks. And that's why I I put him above Frank Reich because of that. And Austin, you referenced last year and the nuance to those wins and losses against the Colts. What about the year before? What about in Indy, the deciding game of the season again in uh, in Lucas Oil Stadium against Frank Reich? Ooh, Block City against Adam Vinatieri—that changed the landscape of the division that day. Yeah, with of course, but uh, like, that's not envy.
0: like they're both really like. I would take both Frank Reich and Mike Vrabel as my head coach. Like, that's I like, not what we're asking. I, I understand that, but Who I, cares? I do. Yeah, right. Okay, well, of course. Uh, um, but I, 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 I still like what Frank Reich mm-hmm. has been able to do, and really, he can skyrocket in these rankings if Carson Wentz pans out because it shows how good Frank Reich actually is uh, at the quarterback position and coaching that position where Mike Vrabel, you're right. has to do the same thing with his defense. So we're both uh, at 12. We both have Vrabel at 12.
1: The,
0: the difference is I have Vrabel ahead of Lafleur, and you have Vrabel ahead of Frank Reich. That's the only difference in how we feel about this. Correct. So pretty interesting there. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, Dom says, "Why doesn't Vrabel get more credit for pulling Mariota?"
1: Good question, Dom. It you know, I don't feel like you gave him enough credit with your Frank Reich spiel. Uh, no, seconds. I give.
0: I I don't think. You, I don't think because I said something about Frank Reich means I don't give Vrabel credit for doing something else. I was. Well, just I talking. think that
1: they're comparable. Well, and you were. That's why you were jockeying for Frank there, Reich based on a, that.
0: They're different. They're different situations. Like. It, of it course. Was, I mean, like nobody's the whole, in the same one. The Andrew Luck retirement thing was just so out of left field and it was in the middle of all, the preseason.
1: Uh, and they uh, had I, to. I would disagree with that. The interior of that franchise knew about Andrew Luck before that happened. The, the, those were swirling when he got hurt that season. That was not a blindside, it was a blindside to society. But that was not a blindside to Jim Ursay in that franchise. They knew well before we knew.
0: Yeah, but I still give give Frank Reich plenty of credit for how he was able to navigate that situation of thinking you were going to have Andrew Luck and then not having Andrew Luck and being able to still be successful moving forward.
1: Here's another thing that we never mentioned. Mike Vrabel hiring Matt LaFleur that then got a head coaching job. uh,
0: John Robinson hired Matt LaFleur.
1: Arthur Smith, we haven't mentioned his his promotion from tight ends coach to offensive coordinator to now head coach. Fair on the LaFleur thing. That is a correct statement. But Arthur Smith of what Mike Vrabel groomed and gave opportunity to a young coach that had been lingering around for a decade in the same franchise to a bunch of different coaches, now is the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. That was a Mike Vrabel – I believe in this guy because I know him. I've worked with him. There's credit there as a good head coach decision. Oh, Mike
0: Vrabel's got a lot of, if you have like the, the the notepad and you've got the pros and the cons list of Mike Vrabel or the positives and the negatives, the good decisions and the bad, there's a lot of good decisions on Mike Vrabel's list. Then there are bad decisions too, like the whole Cairo Santos four field goal game against the Bills uh, that ruined that one. There's a, a bad decision on the in the playoff game of, punting on fourth and two in plus territory when you were down one score that nobody has been that soft in a decision from a head coach in NFL playoff history that came out. I don't remember the stat off the top of my head here in July, but that was the stat there. And so there's a lot of bad decisions, even in games that he won the bad decision to, to not kick a field goal, to go up three scores in Atlanta and, and he went for it. Stupid decision, got away with it, but there's, there's plenty of, of both for everybody.
1: Frank Wright has not won the AFC South, has he?
0: Uh I uh I don't think so because I believe
1: I believe it was Well, the Titans Te- won it then the Texans won it the year before. Tech and the Texans won it the year before that as well. Yeah, that's the one. Uh no, he is not. Second, third and second in the AFC South. That's another notch to Mike Vrabel being ahead of Frank Wright. Right? Yeah. Are you and, are you want to come over to my side now?
0: Not yet, not yet. But Ryan uh, says uh the biggest knock on Vrabel is Tannehill's playoff performances. I think a lot of this issues have been centered around the game plan. Uh I mean Tannehill uh, the the offensive game plan and the performance from the Baltimore playoff game this past year was head scratching um, from
1: in in a lot of different ways. I think the impact of Corey Davis going down and just leaving the game and having Khalif Raymond play a position that he shouldn't play, which decided Marcus Peters picking off uh, Ryan Tannehill late in that football game, which closed and sealed the game on top of Lamar Jackson. I mean that's what it is. Well,
0: they, it's the thing is that they remember they the Titans scored with AJ Brown to go up seven nothing in that first quarter and they were ten nothing. They're up ten nothing, but they they scored to go, I guess they scored to go up ten nothing with that AJ Brown touchdown, and then it was not. And then it was just nothing after that. It's it, like they they didn't go back to AJ Brown. They kind of abandoned. What got them there. Derek Henry was shut down pretty well by that Ravens defense, which you a have to lot give the Ravens credit like for that.
1: the AFC Championship game the year mm-hmm. before. Exactly. Here, here's the last thing we'll close up. Rob asked a good question. And I think we've already answered it. but So what does he have to do to make the top 10? I think we've defined the future to make the top 10 for both Frank Reich and Mike Vrabel. If Frank Reich fixes Carson Wentz and he becomes a above-average quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, Frank Reich will be a top-10 coach. Mike Vrabel, if he fixes his defense, he will be a top-10 coach. Uh, uh, well, simple.
0: And there has to be two guys to drop out, right? And so those two guys to drop out, i Sean go. Payton
1: is in question because of his quarterback situation.
0: Well, and Mike Tomlin with the Steelers' um, and direction changing in Big Ben, I think is. I think Sean uh, McVay with Matt Stafford has the potential to climb. Yeah. Pete Carroll is kind of there in a limbo, and then you look at. Uh, I think you're right with the Sean Payton thing and what they do post Drew Brees. But I don't necessarily see Sean Payton going from four outside the top ten. So it's really gotta be you know somebody else here with Mike Tomlin. And maybe it's the floor if Aaron Rodgers situation just goes to complete crap.
1: James Um, Winston, you can't fix that guy. No. (laughs) And Sean Payton, if he has a five-win year, I'm not saying he drops out of the top ten as a head coach, but he drops. Uh, big I, guy. I,
0: I don't think they're gonna have a five win season. The roster for the Saints is really good. It's just the quarterback is a massive issue. And in the roster with the Bucks was really good when Jameis threw thirty and thirty. Right?
1: He, he's so bad.
0: I, I know. Thank you, good
1: Lord above.
0: And he's I doing. Mean, he's still doing those stupid ass quarterback drills <laughs> uh, with are, with his uncle trainer. I don't know who his trainer is, but his name he probably goes by Uncle Something.
1: Biggest. uh I will admit this the two biggest, and this is just pure fandom of what I thought and what reality was. I thought Jameis Winston was going to take the NFL by storm and have the same amount of success as he did at Florida state. And I'll be honest. And this is again, complete blinders, glasses, pewter glasses. I thought Josh Freeman was going to be electric. And that guy stunk trash Ola. So, uh, those are my two bad, bad ones.
0: Yeah, Jameis is so much of a knucklehead to be successful. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. A couple more segments to go here on the show. Matt Nacron's back. Good to have you back, man. Uh, so let's get into this. Zach and I had a conversation pre-show that basically, it one, it's about one head coach in the NFL. But the question is, how much weight is a Super Bowl carry with coaching reputation, how much weight does a Super Bowl carry with coaching reputation? But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, whenever an injury happens in life, you need to either you or someone you love and care about. You need to know who to go to to get the right care to make sure you get back on the right track. And boneandjointtn.org, that's where to go. Over a dozen physicians there in their Franklin facility specialize in anything that can go wrong. They've got the rehab facility as well. Boneandjointtn.org.
1: BetMGM, they power us this morning and each morning here on A to Z Sports. BetMGM, promo code A-T-O-Z Sports. got a risk-free bet for all of the new users up to $600. So Speaking of Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, everybody knows who's been watching the show, I had a risk-free bet on BetMGM my co host Austin helped me turn and bet MGM, but by the help and Tom Brady and and a lot of people helped me turn that into a $2,000 payout. And uh, four days Do you days remember in what it key. was?
0: Do you remember the bet?
1: Oh, yeah. It was yesterday. Are you kidding me? What Bucks, money line win, under. And you had On- the stats to back up the under, which oh, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs did not score a touchdown. I don't know. I think that will be the last game of. And for a very long time, that Patrick Mahomes will not score a touchdown. So watch out for there. But download the app; you have an opportunity to win some money and possibly go to the Florida Keys like I do on BetMGM. All
0: right. So the question is, how much weight does a Super Bowl carry with a coaching reputation? So uh, Andrew says Belichick is way better than Andy Reid because CBS Sports has Andy Reid ahead of Bill Belichick. Uh, so uh, more comments from you guys. Um, Uh, James says winning the big one is the only thing a coach should live for. (laughs) Bobby says a lot. A Super Bowl is the pinnacle of coaching prowess, possibly even more uh, than the players. Dom says it should hold all the weight. Louis says a lot. Ask Marv Levy. Uh, Danny says to me a lot. Isn't the point of playing the game to win championships? One of the reasons why six-time champ Bill Belichick should still be number one. Alex says uh, it's a Super Bowl. It carries all the weight. Even if you have an all-star team, it's one of the most challenging feats in sports today. Uh, Ronald says Super Bowl is everything. Lane says, uh, uh, it depends. If it's Shanahan or McVay, where they coach a mediocre quarterback to a Super Bowl, a lot. But if it's uh, a a bad, I guess, is it a bad, Bruce Arians getting Brady, then not so much. So here's the conversation of why we're asking this question. Because, like when the guys are saying it means everything or it's all of the things with a Super Bowl, what does it mean and how much weight does it carry for John Gruden? Because John Gruden on this CBS Sports head coach ranking list is number 20. And I think that's appropriate for John Gruden. And Zach said, well, he won a Super Bowl. He should be higher, right? That's kind of how you thought. And I said, well, the Super Bowl. Zach always says if it happened pre-iPhone, it, is, it doesn't matter. John Gruden's Super Bowl happened pre motorola Rolls. Roser Razor, what? Botched that one. But John Gruden's Super Bowl no longer holds weight with what he is doing with the Raiders right now, in my opinion. Because John Gruden has been really bad over the last three years of flopping and failing to get to the playoffs after being in the playoff hunt every year.
1: And that's what Nick brings up. Uh, how long can a head coach ride his championship coattails? It's yeah. a perfect example about John Gruden. And I brought that up because I do think a Super Bowl, and that's why we asked the question, Yeah, a Super Bowl championship carries weight where John Gruden should be higher than 20, in my opinion. I, I, I Maybe he's 19, maybe he's 18, maybe he's 17. I'm not saying he's top 10 or above 15. I'm not saying that. But I do think that that should Uh, help him in that regard because it's tough if you look at all the Super Bowl winning head coaches I mean there's a lot of Bill Belichick's there's Tom Coughlin's there's uh, Bill Powers I mean there's some very respected coaches that have won Super Bowls Sean Payton Pete Carroll John Gruden and what he's doing with the Raiders he signed a 10-year 100 plus million dollar contract we all know that and he was given Derek Carr now I do believe that John Gruden needs to remove himself from Derek Carr. I think that he needs to go back to what he did best. And what did he, how did he have success? He had success with Rich Gannon and Brad Johnson. Those are veteran quarterbacks. It's a different league. But Derek Carr, I don't think, is the solution for John Gruden. He had his rough, rough patches with his defensive coordinator this past year. The Raiders are not bad. They're not good, but they're not bad. They need that one player to get them over the hump. Do you, I don't think Derek Carr is the guy. Yeah. It's more quarterback I mean, than he's, coach. Right, but but John Gruden was hired in
0: the same coaching cycle that Mike Vrabel was hired. The 20 the January of 2018, that offseason is when John Gruden was hired. So he's had 3 years as the Raiders coach. Of that cycle of coaches, John Gruden is the only one to have not made the playoffs and has not been fired yet. And the because reason why contract, right. b- because he's signed a hundred million dollar contract over 10 years, they're going to stick. With and him.
1: they did that for stability and transition to Las Vegas. Sure. But we got like, that benefit.
0: But when you're talking about John Gruden being ranked number 20 and him having a, he's definitely, I believe He's the lowest-ranking Super Bowl-winning coach on this list. has to be. Well, I guess Mike McCarthy with the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy won the Super Bowl with the Packers, right?
1: Correct, yeah, in 2010.
0: Mike McCarthy's at 23.
1: Mike Uh, McCarthy has a lot to prove this year for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, was it unfair that... Did he have a worse season because Andy Dalton was quarterbacking? Oh, uh, of course. Like
0: that's, sort of yeah. Like if he had Dak Prescott, they want to won the division because they want to won 10 games in that crap division.
1: And he's not 23. <clears throat> so there, there, I think you have to recognize that. Well, I think we just did. So uh,
0: here's a, a couple names that I think are ranked too high because John Groon's at 20. Matt Nagy at 19 is a freaking joke, <laughs> I think. Now we'll see what happens uh, what post Mitch Trubisky.
1: What the hell?
0: Uh, Matt Rule, who's going into year two, is at eighteen. I think Matt Rule's too high. Now, Matt
1: Matt Nagy had a better season than John Gruden ever has in in Las Vegas slash Oakland, right? So maybe that's the philosophy. Matt Rule is a joke.
0: Yeah, Matt, Matt Rule, Rule should not be was, above
1: John Gruden.
0: He was five and eleven, yet a bad situation, and so what in his only year in the NFL. With Teddy Bridgewater. So I don't understand and that now you're going
1: on the thought of Sam Darnold. It's just the thought of him. That like we don't know if Sam Darnold's gonna be good. I think he could be, but that's nowhere to to measure Matt Rule, who's a going into his second year of NFL football head coaching ever. He's never been in the NFL.
0: Yeah, uh I, I think Matt I think Gruden should be ahead of Matt Rule and Matt Nagy. So
1: that's what um, I'm saying. <clears throat> Gruden's Super Bowl. At least should automatically put him above Matt Rule.
0: What about Ron Rivera? Because I think Ron Rivera, um, whatever happened in, in Carolina, they were rolling right. And then the Cam Newton situation is why it soured in Carolina. What he did in Washington was really good, and he was battling cancer. <laughs> like, like if you think about like what what Ron Rivera accomplished in Washington last year was phenomenal because they were able to make the playoffs. Bad division, understand. But awful quarterback situation, but changing the but changing the franchise. Ron Rivera at seventeen, proper. I agree. Uh, Brian Flores with the Dolphins at sixteen, who has a under five hundred record and a in his first problem. two years of the Dolphins,
1: and a quarterback problem. It, yeah. He's in the same very similar situation as I believe John Gruden is. You once you fix your quarterback and you don't have a tweener guy that you don't know what you're gonna get week in week out, and dude, but Tua to Tagovailoa, if you man, we should. Who uh, I'm going to save this? I think this is a good NFL topic. Maybe we can do next week. Who has the most pressure on them in the NFL?
0: That's good. Ooh. That's good. Now the Brian Flores thing. I think you have because we knew the Dolphins were tanking in his first year as a complete restructure, and then last year they won ten games, so they improved their win loss their wins by by five last season. So I do find it interesting, Zach. You know who's right behind John Gruden at number twenty? Arthur Arthur
1: Smith. I thought you were going to say that. That's ridiculous.
0: And then (sighs) Cliff Kingsbury. I mentioned Mike McCarthy. And uh, Nick asked, where's Urban Meyer? Uh, Urban Meyer is at number 28 in his first year with his Jags, ahead of Robert Sala, first year with the Jets. Zach Taylor going into his third year with the Bengals. Dan Campbell, (laughs) first year with the Lions. And uh, man, the Texans just David Coley dead last in this because that hire made no sense. Uh, no offense to David Coley, but that's just a really bad situation. So
1: his last resort. Nobody yeah. wanted the job.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's that's the list there. So I do find <clears throat> I do find that interesting. Um, Arthur Smith being 21, pretty high. He's the highest first year coach on this list.
1: Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, and a guy who I look at, I look at Kyle Pitts the same way I did Chase Young. It is a guaranteed win. Nick Bosa was a little bit more of a question mark because he didn't play his senior year at Ohio State. We knew, ex- you knew exactly what you were getting with Chase Young. You knew exactly what you're getting with Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, you talk about those tight end rankings. It will be guaranteed. I'm going to give him two years. Mark my words. You'll have George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, and then you'll have Kyle Pitts. Darren Waller's good, but yeah, I think Darren Kyle Wall- Pitts will, will rise up that ranking.
0: Uh, last thing different. on Arthur Smith for me. <clears throat> I think Arthur Smith is so high on this list because he has so much respect around the NFL. And, you know, it's everybody. Unlike in the, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody, and Arthur Smith not overlooked in a small market. But Arthur Smith does have he's gotten he's got connections he's worked with different people he's been in Nashville for a long time obviously but he just has this like aura of that guy gets it and people around the league understand that
1: and that's why it drives and I know it drives you crazy anybody who's like oh daddy daddy's Fred Smith the FedEx money Arthur Smith has earned his coaching prowess and respect that he has been given for the grind that he has done. So I I he has he's put in a lot of work to be where he is today. Yeah. Arthur Smith didn't have to
0: work ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he didn't have to do anything, and he chose to be a head coach, quality control or a NFL quality control coach. He
1: that could he have just- chose to manage life. Just yeah. manage it.
0: Instead, he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna go get the coffee, get the donuts, and cut up all the film clips for both sides of the football as a quality control coach.
1: But look, that that that's a life thing, right? Like you you get it's like beef jerky commercial. You get out what you put in. Like that is what it is. And and he put in a lot of work, and I think he's reaping the benefits because that has been earned, not given to him. And it feels better, you know, yeah. when you when you actually work at something and you reap the reward. It's not better than just being handed something. That uh, it's easier to be handed something, but a mad respect for Arthur Smith and what he. I'm curious to see what he's going to do. No doubt, A to Z
0: Sports here live on a Friday. It is time for ain't that good news. Zach teased some good news. You're facing your fears this evening.
1: I am. Big fears.
0: Oh, Zach's facing his fears, but first tell us about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need, there's no fear here. You're going to get a damn good ride, a Palisade, a Sonata like I have, or the Elantra in Santa Fe. They have the perfect make and model for you and your family. If it's your son or daughter turning 16, safe, fuel efficient. That's the type of mindset you should have when you're purchasing a vehicle. Wilson County Hyundai can hook you up with a great ride. And I'm talking, you should check out this 2021 Hyundai Palisade. Full-size SUV. It looks sleek. Toss away your mom's minivan. They're making fun of your wife in the car line. They are. Carpool line, they're sitting there. Oh, do you see what she's driving? No. When she pulls up in a brand new 2021 fuel-efficient Palisade with Third row seating, bucket seats, all the bells and whistles. she go in sport mode. All these people are spinning tires when it's snowing in the winter. No, she's in snow mode in the Palisade. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Get with it, and you can pick up a great deal at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Just mention A to Z sports when you go there. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up.
0: Bet MGM, download the app, use our code ATOZSPORTS, you get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Don't forget, this afternoon, 2 o'clock Central Time, uh, Alan Bell, Brian Edwards giving you picks for tomorrow night's Game 5 in the finals. So check that out, presented by Bet MGM uh, right there. So, Zach, ain't that good news? Want to know what's your good? what's everybody's good news this week? It's our first week back, so I think that's good news. We got back to work. We had a healthy, good vacations, time away last week. So what's everybody's good news, Zach? I'll let you uh I'll let you share what fears you're facing today. But real quick, wanted to read some other good news. Um uh, Lou says good news, kickoff in 20 days. Is that the Hall of Fame game, maybe? Kickoff in 20 days? Uh, maybe not i don't know but uh, says,
1: august 4th on wednesday
0: right that might be 20 days uh calendar math is not easy because not all no, months are free we D-com.
1: just stay away from that on air
0: yeah um uh, john says good news is when i clock out today he's on vacation ramon says just got hired started yesterday on a dream job ramon big congrats uh right there nick says he closes tonight uh but he's going on a sick uh, he's going in at six on friday so he's getting the day off a little bit kind of uh so good news whoa kelkins second child being born any day now i wonder if, go kelkins uh, i wonder if a to Z sports will be on streaming streaming live in the delivery Let's name
1: kelkins baby what do you think it should be called
0: well we need to know the gender
1: yeah that's that's a big or, or we, you could have one of those things like um uh, what's a what Taylor. Taylor is unique. You could have a girl. Uh, if his you Taylor listen to the Titan Up
0: podcast uh, this week, they're trying to come up with Titans players to name Austin Huff's baby girl. Like my suggestion, Courtney Roby Huff. <laughs> it works.
1: The, the, I also the girl name is tough.
0: The, yeah, girl name, but Titans player for a girl. What about Strunk? Call her strong or, or, you know, or Amy Adams would have worked. No, 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 no. strong. <laughs> yeah. I also thought strong uh, Huff. I also had a second suggestion for, um, yeah. in and, and Kelly from Titans fly for like Dennis Kelly. Uh, but I thought, I thought a good, a good girl name for a Titans player, Kari for Kari blasting game.
1: That's a very unique name. Kari Huff. Well, if Kelkins, I, I think if Kelkin has a son, it should be, uh,
0: well, you can just stop that thought because it's a daughter. Oh, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, uh, all right, there you go. So, <laughs> what's your good news? Are you my good news first? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. You? Okay. What's your good news? Uh, my good news is next Monday I will be traveling down to Hoover, Alabama, for SEC Media Days. It's gonna be fun. I, I like SEC Media Days. It's a fun uh, couple of days down there. But we'll have live coverage uh, next week from. SEC media days with me going down there we missed it last year because of COVID-19 but it's always fun to get a good college football shot in the arm in the middle of July so SEC media days next week that's my good news.
1: you're gonna get nervous at maybe possibly asking your new coach a a question
0: uh coach Happel um (laughs) talk about your schedule
1: (laughs) how are the boys preparing this fall
0: (laughs) oh god no I'm not gonna be that guy
1: uh no but we'll have great coverage all next week as austin just said uh so next week will be uh again this whole the next several months will be unique as we uh as a to z sports grows but good sec football cover man college football i'm ready for you to come back i'm ready for lane kiffin the old miss rebels to make some noise i I will waves
0: i will be there because i'm coming back i'm only there tuesday wednesday morning so i'm lane kiffin's tuesday afternoon so i get to see uh if Lane Kiffin's actually lost as much weight as it looks like he has, I'll let you know.
1: All right. So my good news, and and I will preface this with a a short uh, story of why and where, why we're here. Um, So a couple of my buddies, I I played on a softball team right out of college, moved back to Nashville. And I, I, you know, what do you do? You try, you meet friends and people or whatever. And so we were the free basers. That was our, our team name, our softball team name. And then what happens? People get married, have kids and move away. Right. And so a couple of guys from the free racer squad coming in town this weekend in Nashville without their kids or their wives. And I was informed of this last weekend and I was like, Oh, hell, hell yeah. You know, Scott's coming in. Uh, I'm going to see a couple of my other buddies that I don't see just because they have kids. Right. And life happens. And so I was like, what are you guys going to be doing? I, I'd love to go. And they were like, well, man, we're going to Ascend. We're going to a concert. I was like, hell yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I am so in. Let's go. Friday, the boys are back in town. I'm like, so what concert are we going to on Friday? And they, he, he goes, oh, we're going to Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm like oh my gosh uh, parrot heads you got parrot heads everywhere is that what we're doing and so i will be honest austin monday goes by i'm not i haven't bought my ticket i'm like okay man do i really want to do this tuesday wednesday i'm getting texts hey man are you in are you riding (laughs) are you coming and i'm like i don't know it gets to yesterday and so and these tickets are effing outrageous they're the most ridiculous like it is not worth seeing seeing an old man sing about cheeseburgers in paradise that we were so far away from. And so I'm sitting there Thursday, and, I'm, and you know my criticisms of Margaritaville and all that trash-ass hotel. You've been down.
0: so hard on all the Jimmy Buffett uh, paradise. Oh, oh
1: yeah. and I still am. But I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm sitting there like, oh, man, this goes against everything that I stand for. I'm just going to have to get – wasted drunk for this to even, like, be... So I I, I kind of blurred vision. And granted, I have been to a Jimmy Buffett concert before when I was living at the beach, but it was at the beach, and I was 22 and I had nothing else to do. This is actually, like, I'm trying to hang out with my friends, my boys that I don't see a lot, but they've decided to be parrot heads or pecker heads, whatever you want to call them, for a night. And so I... Last night, my good news is I will face the thing that I despise most, and I purchased a ticket to go and attend the Jimmy Buffett concert
0: tonight. Man, life, life. Your your buddies grow up, get married, have kids, move away, and uh, become heads. <laughs> Like I guess that's just, I'm not at that stage. I'm a couple years behind you. I'm not at that stage yet. So,
1: But no, I, I feel like all the baby boomers that love Jimmy Buffett are now like, 70 like like they're halfway dead right or on the way so how are they going to especially I mean I guess they're vaccinated so maybe that's a little bit more open but this is a big risk to go to Jimmy Buffett for his target audience I'm not yeah. his target audience
0: yeah uh, I don't know but uh, Ethan gives you some, adv- some advice that just don't lose your your shaker of salt there. Yeah
1: right. I mean I'm a, I don't even, hopefully I won't even know what a sugar salt is by by concert's end. Oh, right. So Joe, my man, finally, I get some sports. Zach, the true definition of ride or die for. It. Are you gonna get like are you gonna get knee brace drunk?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I should wear I, I should blend in with the crowd and wear my knee brace. Yeah, so knee brace drunk. I, I was listening to Brady Quinn on Fox Sports Radio earlier this week, and they're talking about Tom Brady. Tom Brady had a torn NCL all last season, won the damn Super Bowl. And Brady Quinn was telling stories about how when athletes who have knee injuries show up in like social events wearing a knee brace, you know, they're about to get bombed. And so just make sure, Zach, you don't get hurt because, uh, you know, we've seen you fall off. I've seen you fall off a sidewalk and have to be in a shoulder sling uh, the next week. So that was not
1: a good moment (laughs) that that hurt AC (laughs) joint.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that was uh, a few years back. All right, guys. Hope you have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. Zach, good luck tonight. Hope you stay safe with your parent head friends. Uh, and then we will see you guys on Monday morning. Have a great weekend. See you later. Thanks a lot.
1: Adios to Margaritaville.